You're listening to the B2B Content Show, a podcast about the how, what, and why of B2B content marketing. The show is brought to you by Conversa, a podcasting agency that helps B2B brands start podcasts to connect with prospects, generate content, and grow brand awareness. I'm Jeremy Shearer, and my guest for this episode is Nick Day. Nick is VP of Sales and Marketing at Roundtable Learning, which is a platform for training solutions to help meet business needs. And Nick is here with us to talk about a topic that's near and dear to my heart, namely the value of guesting on podcasts. So Nick, <laughs> welcome to the show. So glad to have you here. Thanks for having me, Jeremy. Glad to be here. So it's a little meta, right? You're, on, you're a guest on a podcast to talk about guesting on podcasts. Yes, it is. Yeah, pretty cool. Okay. So let's just jump right into it. Why did you start initially being a guest on podcasts? Like, what's the value there? Yeah, for us, it, it really came down to a business decision because we're in the education space, the training space, and we thought, what better of an opportunity with podcasts increasing in popularity, especially due to the pandemic, is how do we look at another avenue to potentially reach our audience? So the podcast was a great way to tell our story, tell what we're doing, and hopefully reach new people. Okay. So when you're looking for podcasts to be a guest on, what, what kind of shows are you looking for? Yeah, it's a good question. I've done a little bit of everything at this point. I, I'll, I'll phrase it this way is one of the things that I like is when we get very specific because our business supports a lot of different industries, but digs a little deeper into specifics that, to give you an example, I was on a manufacturing podcast. So what was nice about that is to be able to talk specifically about micro things versus macro type of topics. Mm. So it's nice to kind of dig deep and find those very niche niche podcasts that we can get onto. Okay. So one criteria is of course, what the podcast is, is about. And you're saying the more kind of specific it is, the better for, for your purposes. How do you go about getting yourself booked as a guest? How does that work? Well, in the beginning, it was really about almost the sales process. It was a, about an outreach to see if folks had an interest in hearing our story and hearing what we're doing. And over time, it's evolved to folks reaching out to us. So it's become very much a two-way street. Mm. And there's going to be podcasts that we still want to get on that there's going to be some cold outreach on our side, but we've been fortunate enough that folks have reached out to us as well to appear on their podcast. Okay. Well, that's cool, right? You sort of become a known entity, right? Like, oh, Nick's a good guest. You want to have him on. He's good at being a guest on a podcast. Right. Yeah. So, but when, before you were kind of getting those invites, as you said, it's, it's like a sales process, which is, which is exactly right. So how would you go about selling yourself? Like what, what did you, what would you emphasize to the hosts of these shows? Yeah, I think that really goes back to kind of almost sales 101 is what, what's the value for them? Not necessarily yeah. the value for me. I mean, the value for me is yes, I get to tell a story, but the whole idea is, trying to not go on there to have some salesy pitch. I mean, people read right through that. So the idea is finding those very specific podcasts, reaching out and telling them stories of what we're doing with our partners, our customers, and seeing if that's something that would be valuable to their audience to learn about. So first and foremost, it's about 
the education and value that we can bring to them and seeing if that's of interest. Okay. Now, when you first started doing this, how long did it take you to start getting some traction? Did you find like, was it difficult to get people to respond or not necessarily? It was difficult to be honest with you. It, it took some time, like anything, you know, it takes consistency, persistence to keep reaching out to folks and one outreach with no outcome doesn't mean you stop. You, you reach out right. to them again because you got to imagine being on their side. They have a lot of people that they are reaching out to, but conversely, folks like myself probably wanting to get on their podcast as well. So it's something that you just need to be persistent about. Yeah. Okay. And right. Sales 101, right? Don't, yeah. don't give up. Don't give up until you hear an absolute no. Or, <laughs> and then, or, and then, or like the, the marketing 101, you got to keep dripping them. Yeah. Right. Right. And you're exactly right. As a, you know, a podcast host myself, I get not a ton, but I definitely get emails with, Hey, we have a good guest for you, you know? And on the one hand, I am always looking for guests, but on the other hand, I don't always have time to read those emails or it might not be a good fit or whatever. Right. So, you know, but which by the way, I think I would assume in your experience too, that it's making sure to appeal to shows that, that you've done some research on, you know, like I actually would be an appropriate guest for this podcast, right? right. Like it, it's a waste of time to reach out to shows that you have no business being on in the first place. That's right. I mean, it goes back to the value. I, I want to be able to be a valuable resource and yeah. use time wisely for everybody. Now, when, so when you reach out and you get a, and you get some engagement and, and, and folks are willing to you know have you on. Are you typically doing a prep call with the guest? And, and if so, what, what's that like? Yeah, as much as I can, I like to be for this reason is one, I want to make sure that we're hitting home on the points that are going to be, again, most valuable for their audience. So, you know, anytime I can prep and be aware of situations or topics that are of interest, I'm going to take full advantage of that. That way I can go into it and use the time efficiently and hit home on the areas that their audience is going to be interested in. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, for, for this interview we're doing right now, we did a prep call, right? And right. I find from the host side that it's also really valuable just to get to know the guest a little bit and to really be able to hone in on, okay, what, what, what exactly are we going to talk about and give the guest an opportunity to offer some insight about why this is a good topic and sort of where their passion really lies. I think it results in better content when you actually do the interview. Absolutely. And I think too, just to get the, the vibe of the person also yeah. like from a prep standpoint is listening to other podcasts to see what was the vibe, what worked well on those other ones, any type of prep call or prep you can do listening to previous podcasts, I think is extremely helpful. Yeah, for sure. Now, so once that's happened, what sort of other preparation do you do before the interview, if you do any? I wouldn't say too much other than that. I mean, the, the call is really helpful, but then trying to just think logically through my mind, if, you know, a question comes up, what, you know, how would I answer that? Well, gather some thoughts, maybe make some notes based on the call that we had. Honestly, I think a lot of it comes down to the podcast host because I feel like they, they pivot based on responses that they're getting. Because I can go into this with a preconceived notion of I want to tackle X, Y, and Z, but we may 
free form into a conversation and go ABC. So a lot of it Mm -hmm. is also, I can prepare as much as I want, but the host may also see a path and go down that and it leads to a great conversation as well. Right. Okay. So, well, I'm glad you said that because I think it leads into into my next question, which is going to be, you know, to your mind, what does it mean to be a good podcast guest? You know, like not necessarily preparing exactly what you're going to say, like we just talked about, but just like your kind of your demeanor, your, your state of mind, you know, like, what do you think is like how, if you're going to be a guest in a podcast, what are you trying to bring to the table beyond just the stuff that you're going to talk about? Yeah, for me, again, if, if I can be prepared, calm, cool, collective, it's important for me. Obviously, I want to communicate well and I want us to have a, a good conversation because it's all about engagement on both sides. It's engagement for you with your audience. It's potential engagement for me on the, the sales and marketing side based on things that we're saying. So, you know, going back to it, it it's communicating clearly, being thoughtful and just being real, I think. And mm-hmm. that, that's another piece of it is not being too structured because you don't know which way this conversation could go. So right. just being real about it. Yeah. Okay. I, I hear what you're saying. Some of the best guests that I have are, you know, clearly willing to kind of go with the flow a little bit, yeah. you know, and, and not getting too flustered if it doesn't go exactly according to each question on the question list, because it rarely goes that way. You know, <laughs> it rarely goes that way in life. So yeah, you just got to be prepared for it. If you now, can you you've been doing you've been a guest on a bunch of podcasts and so i'm guessing that you don't get nervous about this you're cl- you're clearly not nervous right now but when you started being a guest were 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 you nervous sometimes or, and and if so like how did you how did you deal with that i'll be honest with you probably the biggest thing that prepared me to not be as nervous as I thought I would be is I'm so used to having conversations like this with potential clients that mm. I feel like you and I are just having a Zoom call. It doesn't uh-huh. feel like there's going to be an audience with eyes and ears on this. It just, this is what I do, you know, eight hours plus a day with getting on the phone with clients. So just kind of felt like a natural extension, like we're having a conversation. Okay. You know, and and I asked that partly because I, I've done, you know, hundreds of interviews on this show and it's not uncommon for me to talk to people who will admit that like, look, I'm a little nervous about this. You know, if they haven't done a, been on a podcast before, or they're not used to having these kind of conversations. And I always say kind of something exactly like what you just said, said, you know, just think of it like we're just having a, a conversation just to chat. And once we start, you'll probably even forget that we're being recorded and everything. And that's almost always what happens. Yep. A hundred percent. And I think, again, I go back to it is for a lot of people, if they haven't been on a podcast, but if you're in a corporate environment, sales environment, where you're used to being on a zoom call, a team's call, whatever it may be, this just feels like another one of those. Definitely. And I, and I think that's just a good way to think about it and kind of mentally prepare. Like, don't, don't overthink it, you know? Right. Yeah. It's and not... and I, believe me, I, I won't say that there's not a bit of nerves. I, I'm not, you know, nerveless, but yeah. it's one of those things of, 
you know, let's just have a good conversation and hopefully I don't say the wrong thing or dumb thing. And, and right. if I, if I don't, then it'll be great. Yeah. And, and if you do, then we'll just edit it out. You know, I, I mean, and, and <laughs> by the go. way, I mean, and by the way, I mean, I, th I think it's the job of the host, of course, to put people at ease, put their guests at ease, especially yeah. if they are, if they are nervous or they say they're nervous, you know, that's part of the host job is to make people not nervous, make it fun. Yeah. You know, so what kind of, you know, return have you seen by putting this time and energy into being a guest on podcasts or how do you, how do you measure that or conceive of that? Yeah. Like anything, it, I almost look at it as like an email campaign based on response. I mean, we've had podcasts and I, I'm not the only one within our company that does them. Mm -hmm. So there's different <clears throat> folks. I'm obviously approaching it from a different lens and providing a different education source than some of our other managers and leaders in the company. But we have gotten good response from people reaching out and saying, hey, <clears throat> I heard you on this podcast and I'd like to learn a little bit more about it. So you know, even if it just results in one person reaching out and saying, I heard you on the podcast, I'd like to learn a little bit more. I think there could be some value in, in my role in my business, then it's been worth it. And we have seen that. Okay. Well, that's def definitely good to see, right? So what's your advice for marketing teams that are, you know, thinking about that, that maybe aren't necessarily ready to start their own podcast, but are thinking along the same lines as you like, Hey, let's, let's look for other podcasts. We can be, we can be guests on there. Like what's, what's your advice for teams that are maybe just starting out in that process? Yeah, th this will honestly probably be a little cliche, but just go and do it. I, mm -hmm. I think you have to like rip the bandaid off, go appear on a podcast, realize that not everything's going to go perfect. And you, you can plan as much as you want, but at the end of the day, it comes down to action. So just get out there, do it, see if you can get on a podcast, get your feet wet doing it, get more comfortable doing it, and then continue to explore. I think if you asked anybody that was on their first podcast or even the host when they did their first original podcast, they probably were embarrassed and said, man, if I could go back and change that, they would. <laughs> so at some point, you just got to get started. Yeah, I, I fully agree. And I would just add, you know, have fun with it. I, yeah. I think it's I've I, mostly I'm hosting, but I'm also sometimes a guest on other podcasts and it can be it can be fun, you know, if it's if it's a good host and. You're talking about something that you're into. It's having a good conversation. That's an enjoyable thing to do. Absolutely. Well, just like we did just now. <laughs> and, you know, I, I really in, enjoyed our conversation, Nick. So uh, thank you so much for your time and for, uh, you know, putting your guesting skills to use on the B2B content show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. That's it for this episode of the B2B Content Show. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know someone who you think would be a great guest, let us know. You can contact me at jeremy at conversa.com. That's C-O-N-N-Versa.com. The B2B Content Show is brought to you by Conversa Podcasting. Check us out at conversa.com to learn more about how we help B2B brands start podcasts to connect through conversation with the buyers and decision makers you need to get to know to grow your business. 
Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.